Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us today is the program director for the Mothers Against Drunk Driving East Texas Affiliate Office in Tyler and covering 25 counties in East Texas, Beth Powell. Good morning, Beth. Great to have you with us. Good morning. Don't forget, In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website early in the morning, the day after the show airs. Beth, I don't know how many times I've uh, talked to someone or other from Mothers Against Drunk Driving, but it's been a while, and it's a good time of the year for it, not least because we have Memorial Day weekend and summer vacation coming up, and that always... We start getting these missives from local law enforcement agencies about the importance of being especially careful about uh, drunk driving during those periods. So the timing is certainly good in that sense. But just a little bit about MAD, if you will, maybe a little bit of the history of the organization and what you do just basically in the East Texas office. Okay, well, we are very excited to serve the East Texas community. And MAD as an organization was founded in 1980 by a lady whose daughter was killed and she decided that there had to be a way to prevent drunk driving and so the mission of MAD is to eliminate drunk driving uh, overall and uh, so what we do in East Texas is we have an advocate who works with actual victims of drunk driving we have education programs that we do uh, around the community both for offenders and uh, for parents for young people and we also do victim impact panels where victims actually get the opportunity to tell their story and and what happened so that it helps people understand. And um, it's just a lot of work on uh, legislation to try to get ignition interlocks in cars. So we do a lot of things at the national level, at the state level, and then here at the local level. Mm -hmm. And when you're talking about here at the local level, again, you're talking about 25 counties that cover a very broad range of northeast Texas. Your office is in Tyler, and you have a new one. We'll talk about that in a minute. You're going to hit places like Gregg County, Van Zandt County. Just uh, if you are within the sound of my voice, you are. Are more than likely within the region served by the uh, East Texas Affiliate Office of Mothers Against Drunk Driving. But uh, you're now at 100 East Ferguson Suite 716, translation, the Regions Bank building on the square downtown. Just moved in there a few weeks ago and you had a big celebration. How do you like it there? I think it may be working better for you now than your uh, other uh, location further south that you just moved out of? Actually, yes. This is a great location. Um, we moved in there just in February, which is not that long ago go and we're getting settled in but it's got a great storage facilities for us and in what we need and access to different conference rooms for educational programs and we also have the office spaces is, is is laid out much better so that our employees have more space and different things like that so they ha- can actually have people come into their offices and and have meetings and do the things that they need to do plus we're right across the street from the courthouse Mm -hmm. so when we need to go over for court monitoring in one of the courts we we just walk over there we don't have to try to find parking and figure out what we're going to do we just walk over there and then of course law enforcement being really close to the the uh Tyler Police Department right down the street and then also the Sheriff's Department is literally across the street Mm. and then um, we do work with uh, adult probation too and they're really close so it's it's just been really really nice to be in that area and we've got the people in that building have been very welcoming to us as well. Mm -hmm. This is important because the work you do is important and anything that makes it easier for you to do your work and makes your work more efficient and more effective I think Mm -hmm. is certainly to everybody's benefit. And you do walk-ins. Of course, people have meetings there. People can also uh, open basically Monday 
through Friday during office hours if people want to drop by and yes, chat? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Okay. We'll be there and love to talk to anybody who wants to come and see what we do. Yeah, okay. You will have to catch the elevator to the seventh floor of the Regions Bank yes, building. You but you uh, won't have any problem from there. And other contact information, 903-534-6000 is the number. Email east.tx at mad, M-A-D-D dot org. And the website is www.mad.org slash East Texas. Um, drunk driving is a 100% preventable crime. Let's just go ahead and talk about that for a few minutes if we could. Absolutely. I think a lot of times where people look at it and they think a drunk driving uh, crash is an accident, but it's not an accident. It's a crash because someone who has a drunk driving ac- a crash makes the decision to put their keys in the ignition and start the car it's a choice that they make it's not an accident and i think that it's really important to remember that because a lot of times people will be like i don't know what happened well you didn't think about the consequences and when you're making that choice you're not only making that choice for yourself i want i wish people would realize they're making that choice for me they're making that choice for you Mm -hmm. and they're making that choice for anybody else they pass on the road that night and so it's really important to realize it's a big decision they're making. Okay. East Texas statistics from 2016, and I assume that's the most recent year for which you have statistics. I doubt if there's a whole lot of difference between then and now. Um, looking through this, you list uh, several different counties, Smith and Gregg, also Van Zant, Henderson, Anderson, Cherokee, Rusk, and Wood. And there are other counties uh, within our immediate mm-hmm. listening area, too. Those are just examples of some of the nearby counties. And just looking at Smith County, for starters, that's the biggest one, obviously, over um, 229,000 uh, people, according to the most recent figures. 232 uh, DUI crashes, which mm-hmm. is driving a, Now, does that term in the state of Texas just cover everything, any type of drunk driving? Um, there's also, there's dr- DUI and then there's driving while intoxicated. That's what I thought. So there's, there's two different classifications. And this, when I pulled the statistics, are the DPS statistics on DUI crashes. Okay. And um, 232 in Smith County, nine fatalities, 88 injuries. In Gregg County, 130,000 population. You had 124 DUI crashes, eight fatalities, and proportionally, that's significant because Mm -hmm. Gregg County is uh, not nearly as big as Smith County, and yet they had nearly as many fatal crashes Mm -hmm. during 2016. And uh, we could go on and on and on. Every county figures into this in some degree or other uh, uh, that is listed on this um, stat sheet that you gave me. And one of the things we really need to get across, each of these numbers has a name, a family, Mm -hmm. and a great deal of potential lost. That's absolutely true. And the thing that's interesting about it when you really get into this subject is that a lot of times we think about the potential lost being the victims. And that is a huge situation and, and issue. There's a lot of potential lost in people that die in, cr- in crashes, even if they were the one driving. People need to be making a, a better decision. And so we just are trying very hard to get the message out there that they have a choice. They can decide not to do this this crime. Mm-hmm. But one of the things you were talking about the statistics in the in the different uh, counties, even this morning, because I was going over them, just looking at them again before I came in to sit down and meet with you. And I found it interesting because overall in the 25 counties that we serve, there were a little over 1200 crashes in all 25 counties. Mm-hmm. But when I actually sat down with this chart and I looked at it and started adding up the total in just these counties that you read off, it's 655 crashes in 2016, uh. which means that's more than half 
of what we had in the entire 25 counties happened within basically the listening area that's listening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly worth noting and worth keeping in mind as we move through the show this morning and just really letting people know what you do and how they can be involved as well. Talking to Beth Powell, Program Director for Mothers Against Drunk Driving's East Texas Affiliate Office. I'm John Sims. This is In Focus. Quickly, some of the contact information, 903-534-6000, www.madmadd.org slash East Texas. Email address is east.tx at mad.org. And the office located in the Regions Bank building on the square in downtown Tyler. Law enforcement, prosecutors, and judges are your best defense against this violent crime. Certainly, we want to put them in the top five, but you say they are your best defense. Tell us why that is. Well, they are the ones who are on the front lines every day. They are at the crashes. They are the ones who pull people over and, and cite them with the DWI. There's, they're all of the ones who actually are face-to-face with the, the people who are, are committing these crashes. So what we like to do is we try to partner with them and work with them. In fact, we're meeting with judges and law enforcement in Longview even now uh, to talk about the new 2017 stats that have come out in the last few weeks, talking about Longview being the seventh in the state for mm-hmm. crashes. We had a news story about that not long ago. Mm-hmm. And it, well, and it, I was interviewed several times on different um, outlets asking about that. And so one of the things that we want to make sure in the in light of that is people understand and know how hard all the law enforcement people all of the judges the prosecutors are actually working on this issue because i think when some statistic like that comes out it may make you think people aren't doing enough well people are already working really really hard and so we're what we're trying to do now is be even more strategic in the way that we do things by pulling meetings together talking to people about who's who's doing what program and what kind of things we might bring into the region that can help us do even better than we're doing. But there's a lot of hard work already happening. That's why we do events like the Taiwan on for safety event we do in the fall and November 28th this year. And we do those because we want to recognize those people who are already working so hard. This is a very difficult issue and it is something that we all have to work toward because we haven't won the battle. We're fighting very hard, but we haven't won the battle. But we want to honor the people who are in the fight and in the struggle. And then we do law enforcement recognitions. We're doing one of those next week on the 15th at the Centurion Club in Longview Mm -hmm. to honor Longview law enforcement. And just we want to make sure that people know that we have a lot of people who are dedicated and, and really working on this problem in East Texas. And we just need to do more, and we need more help. We need volunteers. We need people to help us raise funds. We need we need more help in order to bring the kind of programming and get it even more widespread than it already is. Okay. And you're not just talking about waiting until somebody has a drunk driving crash and then the DPS trooper or whoever comes into the picture. This is about prevention. It's mm-hmm. about working it at the front end to make people aware and to keep them from getting into those kinds of problems in the first place, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. We have a uh, individual who works with us at the MAD office in, in a education program for Power of Parents and Power of Youth. She goes into the schools here at Tyler ISD and Longview ISD. This particular um, program is only, we're only allowed to do it really in Tyler and Longview right now in the Smith County mm-hmm. and, and Gregg County. 
uh, because of the way the funding is. But yeah. we, she goes into both of those school districts. She works with the law enforcement in, in every department in all of those counties. She'll go meet with them. She's going to meet with some more of them today even. And it's all about getting them the tools they need. Do they need education? What kind of things do they need in the in the law enforcement? And then connecting law enforcement with the schools as well. Okay. Um, and let's move right into that area that you just mentioned, education. Mm-hmm. Now, MAD programming supports education for both youth and parents. And you have several programs, the power of parents, the power of youth, and um I guess we can just kind of start with those. Can you tell us a little bit about how each of those programs works? Mm-hmm. Well, Power of Youth obviously is centered around in educating teenagers about the, the dangers of drunk driving and the dangers of drinking before they're 21. Because we really want to make sure that youth get the message that it is that they need to wait until they're 21. We should not be having underage drinking. But we also want to make sure they're getting the message of, the, of not drinking and driving now while they're young too. But with parents, we try really hard in the Power of Parents program to teach them to talk to their kids. Because I think a lot of parents feel like they're irrelevant in their kids' lives sometimes, but they're not. And kids actually listen to them. And just opening up that dialogue about alcohol and making sure how those things, how that is going to impact the young person's life and and being accountable to them. Like if their child calls them and says, I'm in trouble, I'm at a party and people have started drinking, then go get them, bring them home. And yes, you may want to get on to them about not making a good decision about where they went, but be grateful that they called you and asked you to bring them home. Okay. These programs are in partnership with TxDOT and, as you said, Smith and Gregg counties right now operating in the Tyler and the Longview ISDs. And I guess they've just both been, re- those, both of those school districts have been really good partners for you, haven't they? Yes. Especially the Tyler ISD at this point. They've not only partnered with us with the Power of Youth program that we've been able to do over there, but they also have uh helped us develop something that we've been wanting to do, which is an internship program. So Mm -hmm. from their Career and Technology Center, they were sending us two students who, as part of their school, they would come over for two hours a day. We would teach them the office skills, phones etiquette, and filing and how how to do the different Mm -hmm. updating lists that we have and things like that which is really cool because if you do a lot of reading about the new generation that's coming up they're not getting those skills they have the skills to do uh, texting and not even full sentences and the idea of calling somebody on the phone is scary to them Mm. so bringing them in and and helping them develop some of those skills that's that's another another thing we're really excited about Mm -hmm. talking to beth powell program director mothers against drunk driving east texas affiliate office i'm john sims this is in focus again www.mad.org slash east texas is the website phone number is 903-534-6000 and um there's also a MAD 24-hour helpline, 1-877-623-3435. You can go to mad.org slash help to find help online. Just a couple of other contact points that uh, we certainly want you to know about. Moving on through the education piece, you have a couple of other things that you do that are really effective. Minor in possession or MIP classes or victim impact panels, VIP. I think you mentioned maybe one or both of those earlier in the show. Can we go into a little more detail now? One of the things that we try to that we do here in the East Texas office, we have a staff member who's actually trained by the state to give what's called a minor in possession class. And that class is something that judges will 
uh, will um, assign uh, young people to come to as part of having had a DUI or being part of a, a DWI. They will assign them. They have to come. It's a two-night class. Uh, four hours a night and they come in and they learn about their blood alcohol level they learn how alcohol affects the body they learn the impact um, that it can have on their judgment and decision making and why they shouldn't be participating in that and also some coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. for how not to get involved our vip panel is kind of two things in one the vip panel it gives victims an opportunity to talk about what has happened to them And it also gives offenders a face-to-face chance with a victim of a different uh, crash, Mm -hmm. the opportunity to hear what the impact that the actions that they, you know, having having a DUI had on a real family, a real person, what potential was lost in their family. And uh, one of the ladies who teaches these classes with uh, MAD or the VIP and the MIP, uh, her name is Tammy Branch, and she actually lost her son Eric mm. a few years ago uh, to a drunk driving crash as well. So we have a lot of very compassionate people in our office who, you know, her son was involved, so she just has a passion for talking to young people and helping them understand what the impact, not judging them and coming down really hard on them, but but talking to them about the realities of the situation. Okay. Now, once the crime has occurred, Matt East Texas has a full-time victim advocate, as you mentioned mm-hmm. a moment ago, and advocacy can manifest in a number of forms, emotional support, referrals, and that 24-hour helpline we mentioned a few minutes ago. Yes. Basically, what MAD, one of the things that we started in and is a big cornerstone of what we do is advocacy, and that's standing next to the victim and trying to help them find find their way through this process, whether it's the emotional, legal. A lot of families don't understand exactly what the criminal legal procedures are, so um, Melissa, our advocate, she is able to stand with them and, and walk them through the procedures, help them understand what the prosecutor's telling them during the criminal phase, help them help them write victim impact statements which are can be read are read in front of the court after or right before sentencing and those kind of things can really be cathartic for a lot of victims but some victims have practical needs they it is out of the blue a child is killed and they don't have the means to be able to um, pay for the funeral or pay for a headstone or meet medical bills if they're injured. So we have a referral system where we know of different grants that they can apply for or other organizations that can help them be able to get the funding that they need for some of those things. And then we also want to make sure that people know too that you know we want to we want to serve new victims, people who just had a crash yesterday or last week. But sometimes things can crop up 10, 15 years later, and we can still be here for people when that happens. Okay. And um, actually, I I was talking to someone uh, not too long ago who was a victim of a drunk driving crash. She referred to PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And um, more and more, we're learning that this is not just something that affects the military. That's how it first came to public light some years back. Mm -hmm. 
But uh, I assume that's part of what you're talking about. People can uh, that uh, people can really be that deeply affected even years later. Absolutely, that's one of the stories that really resonated with me that I heard not too long ago, was of a young lady who was I probably in her like 10 or 11 when her father was killed in a drunk driving accident. And she called the helpline in at the Mad National Office and said, you know, I don't understand why I need emotional support already, except that I'm getting married. And it was probably 10 years ago that this crash happened, mm -hmm. but I'm getting married and it's suddenly hitting me that my father won't be there mm -hmm. to walk me down the aisle. So I think that stress is triggered and those emotions and things get triggered by different things over time. And I just think I don't want people to be uh, ashamed or embarrassed or afraid to reach out for help. That's what the National Helpline is there for. Mm -hmm. Reach out and, and, you know, let someone help you. Mm -hmm. Or the advocate right there in your office. Or the advocate okay. in our office, absolutely. Yeah. Now, when you talk about advocacy, um, does the um, whole phenomenon of uh, going to the legislature and Congress and things like that fall under that heading as well? I know that you advocate for different mm -hmm. types of laws and things of that nature. It, it's done in a different branch with a different group of people. So okay. we keep the advocacy to for people you know, with people who are, are trained social workers to be able to help. Mm -hmm. uh, but the legislative part is a big part of what MAD, especially at the national level, is working on. And working with, and the number changes all the time, so I, I don't even like to give a number, but how many states have passed ignition interlock laws, which basically means that when someone is convicted of a drunk driving offense they have to have this device installed on their vehicle and they have to blow into it it's like a breathalyzer yeah and if they don't pass they can't start the car okay so. and I've, I've heard a lot about that over the years and i know matt has advocated for it for a long long time mm -hmm. thanks for getting us up to date on that beth powell with mothers against drunk driving east texas affiliate office our guest this morning on in focus i'm john sims now your website which we've mentioned before uh mad.org or mad.org slash east texas if you want to localize it um gives information about the fight to end drunk driving statistics, victim stories, and the victim stories are the most important. They tell of the lives lost and broken by this preventable crime. And I think you, uh, uh, well, you did. You just shared one of those stories. I don't know that we'll have time to go into a lot of them, but you can go online, and I think it's certainly a good idea to go online to learn. Just to put a face on those statistics, as we talked about a little bit exactly. earlier, to repeat each of the numbers, uh, for example, uh, eight fatalities in Gregg County, nine in Smith County in 2016, each of those numbers has a name, a family, and a great deal of potential lost. Mm -hmm. So uh, anything that anybody can do as far as being aware of those numbers and being able to put a face to the incident and, the, mm -hmm. uh, and put the story behind it, uh, juxtapose that with the incident itself, I think um, is... Uh, it does a lot, doesn't it, to just kind of bring this whole issue home to people? It really does. Okay. Um, it is May, and uh, we have Memorial Day weekend coming up and then summer vacation. And uh, not just cars and trucks and SUVs. We also need to be aware of boating while intoxicated. That's mm -hmm. part, we didn't mention this earlier, but that's part of your purview and uh, what, tell us a little bit about the special emphasis that you and the law enforcement agencies put on boating while intoxicated and uh, DUI or DWI during this time of year. Well, it definitely is something that the, um, the I believe it's Fish and Wildlife that will be actually, and the mm -hmm. game wardens will and be parks out and on wildlife, the parks, I think. And, right, yeah. parks and Wildlife, that's it. <laughs> they will be out on the lakes looking for um, 
people who are drunk and boating at the same time. But I just think it's really important because people don't even realize how much the heat affects them when they start to get hot and they get dehydrated and then they start drinking on top of that. And then it just this morning I was I was in the in the bathroom getting ready to come in and I was looking at my eyes and my eyes are very bloodshot because of all the allergies and I started thinking, you know, if I took an allergy pill I couldn't drive down to the radio station because they affect me that much. Like if I take uh-huh. Benadryl or something like that. Well, People need to take into account if you're taking something for your allergies and you start drinking, that gets all together. I mean, those things combine and it makes the effects even worse. And sometimes I don't think that people realize that the over-the-counter medications and their own medications that are prescribed by doctors can impact how alcohol affects them. So they need to take into account the heat, other medications they're they're taking, and, and really make sure they're being safe. Okay. C- upcoming events. I mean, you just had one of these in uh, Gregg County, Kilgore, I believe, just a few weeks ago, in, uh, Walk Like Mad. And the next Northeast Texas Walk Like Mad is going to be in Sulphur Springs, September 29th at Celebration Plaza. You're already getting ready to plan the next one for Gregg County. That's right. And uh, tell us a little bit about Walk Like Mad, what it involves, and how people can get more information. And if they uh, feel like heading to Sulphur Springs on September 29th, how they can be a part of this uh, upcoming event. Absolutely. Well, the one that we had in Gregg County was awesome. And Walk Like Mad gives us an opportunity to bring awareness in the community about drunk driving, reminding people not to do it. But one of my favorite things about it in the time I've been with Mad is that it empowers victims. Victims will come and they will create banners and carry pictures and remember their family members and their loved ones that have been affected by drunk driving. And I was absolutely honored and completely amazed in um, in April 7th when we were at the Kilgore College campus in Kilgore. And we had 90 people come to mm. that walk. And I don't know if anybody remembers that morning, but we had the trifecta of weather. It was raining, it was cold, and it was windy. So we got there that morning, and I I joke with people all the time because by the time we got things unloaded into the gym, because thankfully they allowed us to go set our things up in the gym, my ponytail was soaked and dripping. It was raining so much that day, and it was cold. But we got everything set up in the gym, and then we went over to – they have another gym where they play basketball, and that's actually where we ended up doing the walk. We did laps in the gym instead of walking outside, and we did it all. Everybody had so much fun. We had one guy who – who was walking arm in arm with the Apache Bells. And like, it was just, we had so much fun. Yeah. Oh, we're kind of getting down close to the end of the show now. And uh, I'm going to have to maybe cut you a little bit short on that. But again, the next one is September 29th in Sulphur Springs and www.walklikemad.org. That's walklikemad.org. If you go there, you can scroll down easily enough and get more information if you want to be involved in the next one. And one more thing uh, quickly here, the Taiwan On for Safety Luncheon, November 28th, and I believe that's going to be in Tyler. You do that every year. Talked about it a little bit earlier in the show, and that is basically where you just kind of, uh, it's really your holiday season, don't drink and drive kickoff. Mm -hmm. And you honor the law enforcement agencies. So I guess if people want to mark their calendar for November 28th, uh, do you know yet where it's going to be and what time? Um, We haven't finalized all of that, but we believe it'll be down uh, in the Rose Garden 
building. Okay. All right, just pencil it in on your calendar for now. And, of course, call 903-534-6000 for more details if you like, or you can just go to that mad.org website, mad.org slash East Texas, if you prefer. Uh, donations. You graciously and happily accept donations. I believe you're a 501c3 nonprofit, so people can donate online, drop a check in the mail. and Yes, they can. They can mail it directly to our um, 100 East Ferguson uh, address suite 716 and we will get it and and deposit it we are so thankful for anybody who is generous enough to to help support us as we're working hard to educate kids and parents because it does take a lot of work to do that and a lot of effort and as anybody who operates a nonprofit will tell you it takes a lot of funding as well so any gifts are very much appreciated okay and, and volunteering is also appreciated <laughs> point. yeah and what kind of things do you have volunteers doing i know they help you out with events anything else um actually we need some people right now in our office people maybe who are retired but still would like to get out and and maybe have worked in an office who could come in and help us keep our filing up to date and keep our office running the way that it needs to if if we had any people who were listening who wanted to do that we would love it if they would call us because I could definitely use some help. Okay. Um, do they ask for anybody in particular? Do you have a volunteer coordinator mm-hmm. or just, okay. We do. Tammy Branch, the one Mentioned who teaches the okay. MIP classes, she also is the one who's our volunteer coordinator. All right. Very good. And you want to call 903-534-6000 if you would like to volunteer with MAD in East Texas. Or you can email. I haven't mentioned the email address in a few minutes. East.tx at mad.org. And that is M-A-D-D dot Org. Website is www.mad.org slash East Texas if you want to localize it. And again, that phone number 903-534-6000. We have been talking this morning with Beth Powell, the program director for Mothers Against Drunk Driving's East Texas affiliate in office located in Tyler, serving 25 counties, big region that you take care of on a day-in, day-out basis. And again, I'll just do this. Drunk driving is a 100% preventable crime. Way too many people still being victimized by it. It's an ongoing battle. But thanks to the things that you do because of the help you get from law enforcement, prosecutors, judges, and also the education and the advocacy that you do and just the ongoing efforts to create awareness of this problem. It's really going a long way. Beth Powell with Mothers Against Drunk Driving, thanks so much for visiting with us this morning. Thank you. You bet. Beth Powell, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, our guest this morning. I'm John Sims. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you again next week on In Focus. Your only local news radio. This is KTBB Tyler, KTBB FM Troop Tyler Longview, and KTBB.com.